Welcome to the Mike and Max cast. Mike to the Max Blast with Mike and Max. The Mike and Max, the Mike and Max cast. Hey, I feel like you're like the lion in what is it, like the MGM studio? Or what was the lion? What's the line in the beginning of movies? What studio is That's that? That's MGM. Yeah. So MGM. It's where you feel like, do they have different recordings? Is there like a rotating six that they use? Or I think is it they, all the same one? And they get I a new lion every so often. Every movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, there's, I mean, there's the one that I remember really well from yeah. when I was a kid. That was the lion forever. And yeah. I think since then, that's been the lion. But before that, they had like three or four different lions. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like yours are so similar when you introduce the cast. I'm well, like, is he playing from a folder? Is he is he saying it? Who knows? No one knows. <laughs> I don't know. Is it's he part, the old it's, lion? It's media magic. <laughs> That's my second podcast. You can catch it on Mixler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's on, it's, yeah, it's on Mixler. You gotta, Fire, don't go pay. look. It doesn't exist. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. Media yeah. magic? Dude, if it if it existed, you think I'd be here doing this? <laughs> <laughs> a real talk. <laughs> Dude, I have to. I have to tell you something because you talking about another uh, podcast made me think of something. Oh, um, I was looking on Spotify to like to see if the episode updated last time, mm-hmm. and what I found. <laughs> Was another podcast, yeah, that went by. I guess we're gonna do a free, uh, a free drop of promotion for them because I don't. They're probably huge, and I have no idea. I think they've been doing it for a while, but it's called Mike and Max's Off Road Podcast. Oh no! Out of the oh, garage, I just and found it. Out of the garage and to the trails. We are two regular guys who. Built or worked on our own off-road rigs in the garage using basic tools and have taken them out onto the trails all over the country. We talk about working on the rigs and trails we have been on and off-road adventures with some of the with some of the cuff stories of our personal life. What? We interview folks in the off-road world, friends, and generally shoot the shit, but they put asterisk for the I and shit. So you know they're Christian. Man. Mike and Max's off-road podcast. They probably have 400,000 concurrent listeners every time they upload. Do you think, uh, if I hit play on this and I hear ourselves, I'm going to flip out. <laughs> I, I hit play and I listen to like 15 seconds. I mean, they generally play. seem like just normal guys that like off-road rigs and trails because that's all their fucking about section was. So good on them. <laughs> I mean... Uh, Oh, okay. So I'm hitting play. Ready? I'm I'm just hitting oh. episode one sixteen. They've been doing this a while, yeah. and uh, do they do this? Was the was episode one? Oh, I'll find. Oh, wow. Okay. So I'm gonna hit. Blown <laughs> They're not gonna hear gears. any of this. They're not gonna hear any of this. Fire! You go over to Mike and Max's uh, <laughs> uh, uh, off-road adventure cast, and you tell them that Mike and Max from the Mike and Max cast said, "Hey, all right, no, don't do that. Do it, please." Don't do I'm that. I'm going to do it, please. I'm hitting play. I'm going in on 1028 on the newest episode just to get a taste. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. There they are. Mike and Max. There they are. That's Mike and Max, dude. 
Sweet. Well, they talk, they talk about rigs and trails. Um, all I'm saying is just a little friendly competition between who's going to be the top-rated Mike and Max podcast. Um, it seems like we can't even get that. <laughs> Someone's beat us <laughs> with just sheer episode numbers. <laughs> well, we beat them with age. We've been on multiple platforms. We well, we don't know how old they've you know. Well, their first well the first episode available on Spotify. We're Spotify's uh, number two Mike and Max cast podcast. <laughs> their first episode on Spotify, at least, was November of 2019. And look how far they've come. So, so much farther than us. Maybe. Mike and Max cast. Mike to the Max blast. Off-roading with the cast. <laughs> they do several a month. That's where they what, got us. What if a few episodes down the road, we just have to listen to one of their podcasts, and we just try to ape their entire bit? Oh, yeah? And we make an entire episode dedicated to that, and I call you I call you Max, but we all know what Max we're referring to. <laughs> Off-road Max. <laughs> okay. All hey, right. Max. You go any, on, any uh, trails on your rig? Since we last did the last cast, Max, <laughs> cast. Wow. All right. I, I, these guys, they're on my radar now. Yeah. Yeah. They're on my radar. I will keep them, you know, in, in line of sight. Mm-hmm. You can't let the specter get behind you now. No. No. <laughs> We're on suicide watch. Yeah. Yeah. Point the cameras. Yeah. <laughs> Put, put a GoPro on your back. Don't let it get you. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, the silver back that is the off road podcast. <laughs> we have to break eye contact and look down so it doesn't stomple us down. That's right. Dirt. All right. All right. Keep our, we'll keep it. We'll, now I know. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. No problem, Max. <laughs> the Mike to the Max Blast. Shit. Max what else, Cast. What else have you discovered? That's about it. That okay. was the, that was that was the main one. Just I had to bring you up because I uh, I saw it and then I just wanted to make sure it wasn't a ghost. I saw on Spotify a Spotify ghost. So wow. no, we just got that going. Yep. But other than that, nothing too shabby. Yeah. Uh, just live, live, laugh, love. You know. Did you do anything? Lives. Did you do anything sick today? No. No. Okay. I drove in the snow. Oh, I had to, I had to put on some snow tires, and oh. uh, I was uh, driving around, and it looked like there's someone that like pushed all their snow into the middle of the street, and they just like, created a mound. And I just blew th- like blew through it. Nice in the old uh, shit box, and nice. I was able. Is to this an off road podcast? This is oh, I guess you're right. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Dude, unconsciously, I'm trying to, like, fluff my feathers like I'm cool. Yeah, you know, so my rig's pretty sick. Um, you know, I was uh, I was out in the snow. I was out in the snow on my rig, Max. <laughs> and, uh, wow. You know, the funny thing about that was I was using uh, basic tools that I, I just want to tell some off-the-cuff stories of her personal wow. life. With some off-road adventures. What about yeah. you? No, um, I watched uh, the the Santa Claus today. Tim Allen. Yeah. The first one. Yeah. How does it hold up? Um, I mean it's fine. It's okay. 
a lot of things in there that Disney would never put in a movie now. You know, like what? Like there's a secretary joke at the beginning. It's like, oh, sitting on Dan's lap. If his family wasn't here, or whatever, something like that. It's like, geez, Disney wouldn't do that now. Yeah. You know. Um. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. Holiday holiday time is here. That's you know, that's the thing. We own. Uh, last year we couldn't find it, and then we found it. Is that I own a Christmas story, but we found it after I'd rented it and watched it. Wow. But it's like you don't want to fucking watch it because it's. I can recall every pixel of that movie. <laughs> but Sabrina says, no, it's tradition. Fuck you, man. A Christmas Carol? No, a Christmas story. Christmas what's what's a Christmas story again? Is that the one That's with Ralphie? Uh... Yeah. Okay, okay. I gotta I gotta Okay, yeah, it's this one. All right, yeah. all right, all right. I mean so I poke like your Christmas eye out, story. kid. Yeah, I like it, but yeah, it's okay. like Jesus, I've seen it a thousand times. Yeah. Because TBS runs at twenty four hours around Christmas. Was that the one, or is this a different movie where like they were having the turkey and the, did the dog take it, or did yeah, it like, that's explode? It. Or okay, that's it. Yeah, yeah the dog. That's how that movie ends, kind of like. Yeah, yeah kind of Jurassic Park threes. Yeah, and there's some like uh, or just Jurassic some, Park three Christmas story. There's some fa ra 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 ras in that. That's funny. Recall. That's yeah. good. I like that. Any and then chop off shit. the duck's head. Yeah, I like the racist shit. Yeah, you like your racist <laughs> like, Christmas movies. And the Mike and Tim Max Allen talking about podcast. Like, <laughs> yeah, pretty sure they've probably never swore like on their podcast, 120 episodes or whatever. Probably last thing they said is probably like GD. Hey, Mike and Max from the Off Road yeah. Podcast. Oh, have you guys ever been out off roading? And you've seen a Bigfoot? I want to know. Legit. Yeah. Tell me. Yeah. I, I want to know. And tell me how much, how hard it is to install a lift kit. I want to know. In, in in depth detail. And then if you, if a lift kit helps you see farther so you can see more Bigfoot potential. <laughs> I want to know. Thanks, Mike and Max from the Off-Road Podcast. Thank you. Oh, what else? What else did I do? Because last time you were complaining, I didn't have anything or never have anything. So I'm just yeah, you never to, like... You, you never really open up, and I'm pretty sure that's the reason why. Um, I most went to the mall. Don't like you. What? Yeah, I went to the mall today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Sabrina has like a for her work function thing. She has like a like a Santa Claus gala to go to, so she had to look for a nice shirt. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? Huh? Like a Santa Claus, like like a party, dude. Seven hundred people. Are expected what? at this thing. I was where, thinking, like, it'll where be like, is it? <laughs> she she works for a country club that's super posh, and oh. I was thinking, like, this is gonna be like a crowded restaurant or something, right? Like, that was my yeah. mental image. And she's no. like, well, they're expecting seven hundred people. I'm like, do you understand <laughs> what that means? How many people no. that is? Like, do you really get that scope? So she's going out to like a baseball diamond <laughs> field, <laughs> you know, where they have like four of them and a few acres of land. I so guess spread so. them all out. I dude, I don't know. I don't know. I, I know they have big ballrooms and shit. So yeah, I'm not doing that. No, it's a lot. They wanted us to do a who wants a zany who 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 can wear the zaniest Christmas sweater. Oh good god! I don't own one, so I can't yeah. really. This, well, I feel like is... I missed the boat. Like in my early 20s, I felt like that would have been my jam. I think this is what you do, man. Yeah. You print up 
Mike and Max, uh, not off road. Mike the Mike and Max cast shirt. Yeah, we need to start. We need to start saying the name of our, our I know. <laughs> podcast now. You you uh, you get it. You get a shirt made. Yeah. Right. That's sure. That's, and maybe we have Santa hats or something to make it so. And then you just you just uh, pimp ourselves that way. Yeah, I hand out business cards. Yeah, you know, business cards. You like? I don't know about the show. It might be pretty cool. I don't know. They seem pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they just do it. It's just my voice and me talking about this plan. <laughs> Literally, no way out. Like no way to for them not to know. <laughs> oh, but you maintain it, and that's what makes yeah. it. Yeah, until I'm fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Can't really deal with you anymore, Mike. Oh, okay. Well, check out the show. Okay, it's really good. Yeah. These guys please are awesome. Send us, send us a Gmail, please. I mean them, <laughs> the Mike and Max cast at gmail.com. Please send them an email. <laughs> Someone, please, please. Anyway, so that was sort of my day. You know, sick. Yeah, and you you drove through snow. I drove through snow. I and, went to the uh, mall. You went to the mall. I like this. We're gonna we're gonna keep it that. I'm gonna I'm gonna be max today with the opening. I'm just gonna keep my stuff a little bit close to the uh, right. chest. Right. So, so I I do think now it's the uh, time for it matters. It matters and in in other news. I thought you're like keen. I thought I thought you're like keying up. <laughs> like you're gonna like oh and I have a new like a new way to do it or something. Nope. Same way as always. This 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 segment has music, right? It does. And it's okay. probably just about over right now. Yeah. Anyway. I'll start uh, I'll start small. Okay. <clears throat> and mem- and remember, we're doing away with uh Cowboy Roundup. Yeah, no Cowboy Roundup. So we gotta get our talking done as we talk. Yeah, everybody pile in. <laughs> You ready for this? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yep. Three of Hogwarts' <laughs> most famous alums are heading back to the school's hollowed halls for a 20th anniversary reunion, and we finally got our first look at them back together again. What? Wait, are they talking about the book? Like a new book? Or like the actors? The actors. What? Okay, I was supposed to say, like, what? what? HBO Max just released a photo of Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, and Rupert Grint, who famously played the intrepid young wizards Harry Potter, Hermione Granger, and Ron Weasley in the blockbuster Harry Potter film franchise. On the set of the Harry Potter 20th anniversary Return to Hogwarts, the photo finds the trio in good spirits, catching up on what appears to be the Gryffindor common room. Streaming January 1st, the retrospective special will look back at the making of the eight Harry Potter films via in-depth interviews and conversations with the cast and crew. It will arrive some two decades after the release of the first film, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. And about ten years after the concluding installment, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Return to Hogwarts will mark the first time most of the cast members have been back together since the first uh, since the last time they filmed. Other Harry Potter stars have participated, uh, including Helena Bonham Carter, Robbie Coltrane, Ralph Fiennes, Jason Isaacs, Gary Oldman, Tom Felton, Jesus, just, uh, it's just the whole cast. It's everyone that's ever it's had a... 
who ever spoke out loud in the UK Good has been God. in a yeah. Harry mo- Potter movie. Yeah. <laughs> I almost said Hagrid Potter. <laughs> Hagrid Potter. Uh. So there's going to be like a special. You know, that's probably going to be bigger than that Beatles one that came out recently. You know who I don't see in that list is Warwick Davis. Where's he at? Come on, man. Yeah. Get in there. Get in there. Swish yeah. and flick. <laughs> Swish and flick. <laughs> I'm discriminated against. Swish and flick. That's what I tried. I had to jam me in a bucket. <laughs> no, wait, that was a different guy. That was a different guy. Oh, okay, okay. R two D two. We were sorry, uh, Work Davis. The state, the yeah. state of Work Davis. <laughs> the state of Work Davis. The state of Work. That's my other podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Up to the hour <laughs> updates to Work Davis's <laughs> life. Oh Jesus! Well, uh, I, yeah, I, yeah. I guess a beautiful Harry Potter reunion, guys. Just like years. the Cheers reunion, just like, the, just like perfect. Yeah. Can we go an episode without mentioning Cheers? No, no, we can't. <laughs> no, we can't. What they should do, I would start watching this shit if they would overlap reunions with different franchises at the same time you know how they're always like standing like on those director chairs together like on the set oh and talking yeah about... yeah yeah i just want like a row of harry potter people and like what's another thing that's been like 20 years old or something oh i don't like, know like uh uh what's it what's another good one like what's what's a movie that came out in 2001 let me like it's like those three Rupert grant other people and then the the, the cast of shallow hell <laughs> 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 and they get equal interviews and screen time both of both the, the actors oh my god then i'd watch it jesus anyway yeah, yeah that's anyway. uh you big harry potter head oh oh hell yeah yeah that, i mean this is going to surprise you, but I did read the books. Really? All of them? I think so, yeah. Holy shit, dude. Well, I was like, you know, I was a child when like the first five came out. Yeah. And then I was probably, I think, like a teenager when like the last few, I'm like, might as well finish this, I guess. <laughs> okay. I, uh, I didn't, I've never read any of the books and I'm not going to. I'll die not reading them. I've never but read. <laughs> I've never read. I'll die not read. Um. <laughs> I've I didn't see Harry Potter until like two years ago, at all. Like I knew nothing of it, you know. Yeah. And the only reason I did was because Sabrina, I'm with her, and she's <clears throat> she she is to Harry Potter what I am to uh, uh, dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, yes, that's what they are. Dinosaurs and British people in tuxedos. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I didn't know anything about it. Um, I kind of, I kind of don't understand. I mean, I wasn't, it wasn't, I never, you love it. I never ingested any of it when I was a kid, so I don't have nostalgia, you but man, love it. It's magical, they're bro. so fucking boring. Oh, my you, you God. love it, dude. Oh, why aren't you ever positive? I don't like it. You're never positive, man. I feel like I, every time I go on this cast. All I do is you poison me. You you poison me with your hate. I, I, I know the one I do like the most, though, and I don't know the name what of it. What one? It's the one where all the schools are competing for... Oh, it's the goblet one. 
Yeah, the Goblet of Fire. I like that one the most because it makes the most sense because it's like they there's a goal, right? Like there's a reason they're all doing everything. Yeah. <laughs> do, you know, do you know the meme in that movie? No, what's the meme? Where it's when Dumbledore is like, you put your life in the Goblet of Fire. Oh, yeah. I do know the meme. I he do like runs it. right up to him like chokes yeah. him. <laughs> and the book is like, it just he says quietly or whispers or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know that And then Dumbledore, dude, like... Goose steps up to him and <laughs> freaks everyone out. out. <laughs> yeah, brings him to his knees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's uh, that's my first one. Uh, Great. <clears throat> I don't know how much of this one I'll read. Okay, that's a good uh, hook. Drew Barrymore reveals that she quit drinking in 2019. Can you believe this that? This is a story. This is a story. Can you can you believe that, Michael? Mike Dude, of uh, the Maxcast. Mike of Maxcast. Mike of the Max Blast. <laughs> it's it's like assume so many things that <clears throat> I care that I even knew that she was drinking and then that she stopped. You're gonna love the first line. Drew Barrymore okay. has stopped drinking alcohol once again. <gasps> Oh, <laughs> I do that. I do that every time I, I stop drinking. Yeah, too. yeah. The actress and TV host, forty six years old, shared on CBS Mornings that she quietly got sober following her divorce from Will Copelman. Copelman, I don't know. I'm going to say something for the first time in a long time. I have not had a drink of alcohol in two and a half years. It was something I just realized that did not serve me in my life. A clip from her Friday interview with Machine Gun Kelly. What? <laughs> Saw her. Wait, what? <laughs> what? I don't know, dude. Like the gangster? <laughs> yeah. I the OG? <laughs> I saw her revealing that uh, her very painful divorce. She went to Utah. She went to a Utah treatment facility to change her life. Explaining. She went to lo- Utah and didn't drink? <laughs> <clears throat> Yeehaw. I wasn't doing very well, and I just wanted to go talk to some people on how to pull myself out of the hole. I had these two kids I had to fight for, and I needed help. Barrymore, Barrymore says that she's a very private uh, about some of her struggles with alcohol. Not really, because you brought it up in morning it news. Up. Here it is, and it's happened before, I guess. Uh, let me do this quietly and privately. Now it's, it's been long enough to where I'm living a lifestyle that I know is really working for my journey. And there was so much peace finally being had where there were demons. <clears throat> you think she just had like a drink right after that shot? That, that Probably. Recording? Probably. So uh, she's... Uh, is it off the wagon or on the wagon? I don't know. She's... Uh, she's not drinking. She's off the wagon. I think you say, oh, they're back on the wagon. If, if they, I don't know. Okay. Anyway. She's off my wagon because I don't care about her. I'd kick her off my wagon. <laughs> Damn, dude. Damn, dude. Oh, sick. But how about that Harry Potter reunion? Yeah. She should have <laughs> announced that on the Harry Potter reunion. <laughs> she probably played a, 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 a mugwort or something. I don't know what. <laughs> hey, Zoo. Giving Tree or something. What? What's your favorite Drew Barrymore movie? My favorite Drew Barrymore movie is Shallow Hal. <laughs> <laughs> was she really in that? I don't know. Oh, Shallow wow. Hal, Drew <laughs> Barrymore. If she's in that. I'm gonna get freaked out. There is a destiny, dude. She's <laughs> is she in it? 
No, it was uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, I think. Oh, okay. She was in Fever Pitch, which is a different movie. (laughs) Okay, I got you. Or is she... No. Uh Uh-oh. No. Did you ever see Shallow Hal? I saw it on, like, FX. Yeah. On TV, and I saw about maybe 15 minutes max of that movie. Okay. Max. That's uh, the Mac, Mike and Max cast, not the off-road Yeah, not don't listen podcast. to that one. Well, listen to that one if you're about off-road. Listen to that one, but also listen to ours. At least do that. Yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. Um, I've, I, I like E.T. Yeah. I, I honestly, like, don't know any movie she's in. Like, I just delete her from my mind. So um, I don't... She was in E.T. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't really remember that much of E.T. Like, I remember, okay. like, the highlights. Let's chat about E.T. You ready? I have things to say about E.T. Was Machine Gun Kelly <laughs> E.T.? He, he, not that I know of. I don't believe he was. Okay. I About um, maybe a year ago, maybe a little less than a year ago, I tried to rewatch E.T., right? Yeah. And I'm a big Spielberg guy, right? Yeah. Um, Man. I don't know if it's like his grasp on how real it is to be in a house full of children or whatever, mm. but I could not finish E.T. Yeah. <laughs> because everyone was talking over each other. It made me nervous. It gave me an anxiety. F- it, like, Drew, this is legit, dude. It made me like anxious. And the house oh. is all dark and smoky, and it's not well lit. And you're like, what the fuck is this shitty house? The, the kids are miserable. The mom is like, there's no father around. Like, what? She's like working super hard for nothing. Dude. Dude. And w- it got to a scene where they all started to scream. And I was just like, you know what? I think I remember the ending well enough to not finish it. It got did to you me. Even, did it you got even to get me. to the E.T.? Oh, I got to E.T. He was the okay. least freaky part about it, dude. Yeah. Like, when I was little... At the beginning where they were in, like, the field used to scare me a lot in the forest and all that. But now it's, like, what scared me was how unstable their life was. (laughs) It wasn't E.T., it was the T's. (laughs) Dude, you're right, yeah, it was. It was just the terrestrials. I couldn't fucking handle it. Like, I could smell that house, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And the kids were, like, smoking cigarettes, and the mom's like, don't do that. And they were drinking beer. It's like, Jesus, Lord, get a grip. Oh, God. Get a grip on your children. She's all frazzled and shit. Jeez. We should have watched DT. Yeah, we should have. Uh, over there. Anyway, um, that's my thoughts on ET. Damn. Yeah. Don't send any emails about ET because it'll trigger Max. Yeah, it'll it'll shut me down hard. Don't send any pixel art. <laughs> of no, ET. Pixel art of ET. Just Fraser, please. Yeah, just Fraser. <sighs> Just Fraser. Anyway, uh, that's yeah. that's uh, that was that was that was it matters, and it, this uh, is other news. I thought you had another story. Other news. Other news. Oh, I do have another story, but it's not for this. Oh God. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. So I have a story here. Um. Let me just get into it, I guess. Don't let that get into your head too much. It's in there. (laughs) It's in there. I don't like it. Camel. Okay, where's this going? I gotta like like stretch my 
my jaws so I can say this right. Oh. Okay. Camel beauty contest rocked by Botox scandal. Okay. Are we talking animals? We're talking... Well, let's talk about this. Well, let's just say of who's reporting this. Dubai United Arab Emirates. <laughs> so let's see. Let me, does that answer your question? Now let me ask you this, Sudi. Yeah? Do you want to save this for a certain segment coming up? Is... Like a beast blitz? Uh-huh. This isn't a beast blitz. All right, I just wanted to—I just wanted to tell you. I just asked you. Just give you it's the option. Camel beauty contest rocked by a Botox scandal. So unless I thought beast blitz is more about like camels, it would have to be like a camel killing someone or vice this versa. Is, this is—they're fighting camels in another way. It sounds like they're turning the camels against each other to compete. Does this mean your other story is is beast blitz? <gasps> oh God. <laughs> We have so many segments here. I have a segment, too, at the end that I want to squeeze in, so I'm going to rock it through some of this. Okay, okay, okay. Um, We'll see if we get to that. It's more of a test uh, segment. Uh, Saudi authorities have conducted their biggest ever crackdown on camo beauty contests that received Bojack... Bojax? Bojack. Bojax. Bojack Horseman. Botox (laughs) injections and other artificial touch-ups. The state-run Saudi press agency reported Wednesday with over 40 camels disqualified from the annual pageant. Saudi Saudi Arabia's popular King Abdulaziz Camel Festival, which kicked off earlier this month, invites the breeders of the most beautiful camels to compete for some $66 million in prize money. Botox injections, facelifts, and other cosmetic alterations to make the camels more attractive are strictly prohibited. Uh, Jurors decide the winner based on the shape of the camels' heads, necks, humps, dress, and postures. Um, damn. This year, authorities discovered dozens of breeders had stretched out the lips and noses of camels, used hormones to boost the beast's muscles, injected camels' heads and lips with Botox to make them bigger, Inflated body parts with rubber bands and used fillers to relax their faces. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow, dude. Uh, the extravaganza seeks to preserve the camel's role in the kingdom's Bedouin tradition and heritage, even as the oil rich country plows ahead with modernizing mega projects. Camel breeding is a multi-million dollar industry and similar events take place across the region. The club is keen to halt all acts of tampering and deception in the beautification of camels, the SBA report said, adding organizers would impose strict penalties on manipulators. So How many camels have you touched up? Oh, I would say probably less than two. <laughs> At least less than two. Okay. <clears throat> Maybe zero. Do they have any pictures of these camels? No, they have a stock picture of a camel, like, screaming. I want to see a touched-up camel and see if it really is worth the effort. Oh, my God, I hate this. They just have, like, a stock picture of a Getty Images uh, camel, and then I clicked it to make it bigger, and there's a caption underneath that says, Yas, queen, the week is almost over. (laughs) And this is a story. Why is this a part of it? (laughs) <laughs> Why is they this just a part? Used the horrible crop thinking no one would click the picture. 
Oh, that's this, funny. This sucks. It's funny. Good effort. Who wrote this? Who wrote the article? I and then, uh, hold on. I gotta say one more thing. There's a picture of like f- three camels, and it looks like two are making out over trash. And it says camels eating cardboard waste beach near Al Shwamaya, Oman. <laughs> and it's just camels on the beach eating trash. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is this? It's just written by the AP Associated Press. Something they don't have anyone tied to it. Um. I grabbed this story through HuffPost, so... Wow. Um, all right. <clears throat> Good one. Good one. Camels. Yeah, Botox camels, right man. in their Botox right in their fucking skull. Looking good. Looking good. Nothing Looking like good. a like a taut camel skull to get that million... Nothing like a taut camel skull. That's your name of the episode, dude. That's too long for the episode title. Taut camel skull. Maybe. <laughs> So we'll have to call it Taut Camel Skull. Wow. Oh, God. One last story. Okay. Florida man allegedly uses flamethrower in neighborhood parking dispute. Allegedly. Allegedly. How do you confuse that? I don't know. Maybe he just had a lighter. Okay. Maybe he had a flashlight. Maybe he had flashlight? a flashlight. Uh, yeah, one of those little pin lights. Okay. And it wasn't a flamethrower. <laughs> A Florida man angry over his neighbor's parking habits sprayed fire from a flamethrower toward a car with three teenagers inside. (laughs) Jesus. Can you say that again? (laughs) A Florida man angry over his neighbor's parking habits sprayed fire from a flamethrower toward a car with three teenagers inside. (laughs) Police said. (laughs) No one was hurt. How? The 57-year-old man is facing three counts of felony aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without intending to kill. According to court records, he posted a $15,000 bond last week and is awaiting the decision on whether prosecutors will formally file criminal charges. The mother of one of the teens, Ashley Ganey, said the neighbor frequently used the flamethrower to scare off guests at her home. Her home! Oh, my God. Wait. What? Wait, 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 wait. The 57-year-old man is facing three counts of felony aggravated assault. But then the mother of the teens, Ashley Ganey, said the neighbor frequently used the flamethrower to scare off guests at her... Oh, at her home. Wait, what? So, like, she had guests at her home, and then he would show up and use the flamethrower to scare guests away from her home. Oh, wonderful. I don't want to see you... I don't want to spend time with you, Ashley. You got this dude spraying fire trying to scoot us out. Very nice. That's serious. Yeah. Natalia Baker, 16, fled the car with her friends as he continued to spray flames toward them. Let me see. I need I need to come up with an accent. When he shoots it, it lights a whole road up, Ganey said. <laughs> it's like it's daylight outside. He'll do it in the middle of the night. <laughs> it's like it's daylight outside. <laughs> Jesus God. God. <laughs> How big is this thing? I don't think this is alleged anymore. <laughs> in his arrest report, police identified the weapon in the November 30th incident as an XM-42 light flamethrower, which shoots flames up to 20 feet. Sells oh. for about $900 online. I'm looking uh, it up. It's an XM-42 light, L-I-T-E, flamethrower. There it is. I'm looking at it. What color is it? Give me a picture. You can get them in several colors, dude. You can get them in a black, a chrome, red, yeah. uh, OD green. 
Yeah. It has a little, you know, like on Spitfire planes, they would have the little shark painted on the side. It has that? Yeah, it has that. This guy totally got chrome, I bet. <laughs> um, he probably got red. Oh, the yeah. suspect said yeah. in a brief phone interview that he could not discuss the case without consulting an attorney over fear of being evicted from his home by the local housing authority. He acknowledged that the incident stemmed from a long-running dispute over parking with a neighboring family. Police said he admitted shooting the flamethrower towards the vehicle, but denied targeting the teens. Yeah, look at that flamethrower. Jesus. <clears throat> That's amazing. This family, how could I say this? The worst thing that could ever happen to a neighborhood, he said. They've had issues with other residents and it needs to be brought to light. Um, <clears throat> the driver of the parked car, Amari Singleton, told police she and her two passengers saw the neighbor approach them within the flamethrower and began spraying fire. Police <laughs> said flames came within five feet of the vehicle as they escaped using the passenger's side door. You better not burn up my car, Singleton said, according to police. This is amazing. He shot it toward them, she said. When I go to got to the door, he was still shooting it. I asked him, what's your <laughs> effing problem? <laughs> In the U.S., there are no federal laws regulating the sale of flamethrowers, which are not considered <laughs> firearms. Oh. A congressman in New York introduced a restrictive bill. He called flamethrowers really in 2019, but the measure didn't pass. Florida outlaws the manufacturer sale of shotgun shells called Dragon's Breath that mimic flamethrowers by shooting a flame or fireball. Hmm. Um, company, which also uh, sells T-shirts identifying the wearer as a little terrorist, requires buyers to accept a liability waiver and affirm they were never convicted of a felony domestic abuse or arson. Wow. Um, hell yeah. Only there's a picture of a hot chick with a flamethrower. Yeah, dude, with the uh, XM42. There you go. Yeah. Suspect in the Gainesville case was twice convicted of a misdemeanor domestic battery after arrests <laughs> in 2002-2004. Um, so we'll see what happens. Well, that's that's a good one. You, you got a good one, man. That was a yeah. Good one. yeah. Not, a, not a bad one. Those are, the, those are the stories there. Man. Okay. Um, we don't have we don't have cowboy roundup right now, and so I'm I'm in this piece because I have technically like an ongoing segment and then the test segment. Yeah. So. Um, let me let I, me dump. Yeah, you you do your we we'll we'll go back and forth. I've been talking for a while. You you jump in. Do you, do you got something to bring? Everybody. Women, children, men, girls, boys, whoever. Lend me your ears. Lend me your ears, because it's time for Beast Blitz. You ready? Do you have music for this? Oh, there will be music. Yeah. Is it just a sting? He's doing a sting, or how does that work? Uh, this, I got, like, intense jungle music and animal noises. Yeah? You need... Yeah. I, I need to, like... I'm always telling you to do stuff. I feel like we need to, like, make a, a sick sting. Where it's just like like a five ten second thing, and it's just like a bunch of lions and elephants and tigers and shit like screaming, <laughs> and it just ends with like a guitar riff. Like, yeah, well, yeah. you know, we'll get there. Um, but uh, this is a this is an article accompanied with a video, and I I want you to watch the video as I read the story, so you can get okay. a good uh, context here. Okay, are we gonna tell the listeners what this <clears throat> video? 
Shows okay. man jumping to rescue handler. Attacked by an alligator at a reptile center. Say it one more time for me. I need a... Video. Shows a man jumping to rescue the handler. Attacked by alligator at the reptile center. So. Whoa. I, sen I sent it to you. Yeah. West Valley City, Utah. A children's birthday party at a reptile center turned into a bit of a nightmare when an alligator attacked its handler. And the incident happened on August 14th at the Scales and Tails in Utah. Video captured by Teresa Wiseman shows an employee attempting to guide the gator back into the water tank after it jumped to the platform. The employee signs a command for the reptile when it suddenly grabs her hand and begins pulling her into the tank. Without hesitating, Teresa's husband, Donnie Weissman, jumped right into the tank to wrestle the instructor's hand away from the alligator's jaws. With the assistance of another guest, the handler was able to free her hand. According to the post on the Reptile Center's Facebook page, the handler was provided medical assistance by another guest who had a nursing background. Once emergency services arrived, the handler was taken to the hospital. She is expected to make a full recovery. Jesus. It's a pretty intense video, dude. What's funny is that there was a third guy that came up to help, but didn't really do anything. And then when he <laughs> eventually backed away, like when you, you know, when your hands are like in water and you bring your hands out of water, he did like the shake. Yeah, yeah. Of his hands as he's like basically like walked away. We got trouble in here. Oh my god, it takes her underwater. Jesus lord. Yeah, this video's fucked. Oof. Can you imagine? You I like pull how the, the kids away. I like how the I like how the woman gets away and then it ends up being the guy that jumped in to help and now he's by himself. And he has to figure it out by himself and no one else is helping. I mean at this point I'd be like, "All right, get me the Bowie knife." Yeah. I'm just going to stab this in the head. <laughs> oh, my God. It's sad, you know. It's sad. <clears throat> but it's got me. But I'd be like, afraid of going through my hand. <laughs> yeah. At that point, you deserve it. It goes through your own hand. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It might as well go through my own hand. It doesn't even look like a big... You know what? That's the startling thing about this. It, it doesn't look like an especially large alligator. No. And it easily... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Negotiates this terrain of human. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's <easily>. like <laughs> this terrain of human. Um, and what a children's birthday party too, dude. This dude, if this happened at my birthday party, this would be fucking sweet, dude. Yeah, you'd be I'd mad be like, though because they'd scoot you out of there. Oh, I'd be like, you know what? No, by decree of my birthday, I will stay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, He's man. throwing candy in the tank or something. Yeah, <laughs> make it happen again. Kill her. <laughs> <laughs> Kill her. Kill her. Get her. Which Eat one? I don't care. One of Eat you, it. die. Eat them all. <laughs> Eat them all up. <laughs> Get died. Get died. You uh, So, yeah, that was uh, Beast Blitz. That Short, was Beast Blitz. Simple. Yeah, yeah. To the point. Yeah, man. Perfect. Yep. Beast Blitz. Beast Blitz. Beast. I like it. Blitz. Oh, yeah. I oh, like yeah. Beast Blitz. I do, too. Got a warm... Got a warm... Warm fuzzy. Feeling. Warm fuzzy. Warm fuzzy. Um, <laughs> we got... So what, we got what emails. Got? Oh, we got emails. Okay. All right. I got another thing after this, but let's start here first. Okay. 
All right. Got emails. Okay. Um, first email <gasps> is are they from, all from Fire? Is from Google who wants to learn. I asked us if we want to learn more about our updated terms of service. Uh no. Okay, so our only other email. <laughs> oh God, okay. Is from Fire. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> called I the fire. fire Report. The Fire Report. Okay. I can't help but notice. Oh shit. Oh man, I didn't think about this. What? I really didn't look at this email. Oh no. Does that mean I'm gonna have to do two? Oh. No. I had one. I had one segment I wanted to do, but there's a segment here that. Okay. I, I didn't I can't help but notice Fire. This is from Fire. He's he's been the only person to send in an email. Um <laughs> the Mike and Max cast at gmail.com. At gmail.com, yeah. Um he didn't the first line here in his poetry he writes me writes us every week, rather. He hasn't submitted a new name for the mail uh segment. Oh. I think he, I think he's just default assume we're gonna call it the fire report right now. Okay. We're not, but thank you. Yeah. Here's what he says. <laughs> JP3 did have Jeeps, Max, and I'm shocked and disappointed that you would blow a layup like that. The engine bad guys use the Wranglers with body panels in the pop-out seat. Come on, it's the best part of the whole movie. Fire! That's the lost world, my friend. That's what I... Yeah, that's the lost world. That's the lost world. JP3, you... the only vehicles in JP3... Now, there were dilapid... I'm sorry, I'm fucking fuming right now. The fucking <laughs> vehicles in JP3 were as... Now, there may have been like a Jeep uh, strewn aside when they were at the engine complex or something. Dilapidated and rusted over. I can't quite remember. But there was only an airplane and there's yeah. a boat. Yeah. And there's a, a hang glider at some point. So don't fucking come at me with that shit. <laughs> All right, you're thinking of the Jeeps and the Lost World, which I know are Wranglers. As a matter of fact, they're the same Wranglers they used in the first film. They just dressed them up with body kits. Miss me with Ooh. that shit, whore. <laughs> oh, you damn. can fucking tell they're the same Jeeps because if you look under the front, you can see the leaf springs because in 97, when the new Jeeps came out, they went to shocks. Damn. Fuck. If you done goofed, fire. <clears throat> This surely is a fire report. Yeah. Fire to the burn ward. I went all I went all old black lady on you. I'm sorry, yeah. fire, but come on, man. Figure it out. There's more Jurassic Park movies than just the whatever's in your mind, man. Let's see if we can turn this let's see if he can redeem himself. Even you knew that, the Zooty suit. Yeah, that's kinda what do you mean by that? <laughs> All right, we're moving on. I <laughs> I sure hope Spotify tracks individual listeners, because of those 18 listens, 13 might be me, he says. <laughs> Remember when y'all talked about starting a radio play about Woody and Buzz swimming in Andy's soup after he gets buried in his coffin? <laughs> no, I don't. That's your ticket to 100 episodes. Hell, 1,000. You can become Prairie Home <laughs> Companion for a new generation. I don't he remember says, that at all. Yeah, remember when y'all talked about starting a radio play about Woody and Buzz swimming in Andy's soup after he gets buried in his coffin? <laughs> you know what? I kind of think I do remember that. <laughs> of like, like he's old or whatever. He, he Andy dies and he's buried with the toys he loves, and then Woody and Buzz are like, ah! <laughs> as Andy gets turned to soup. <laughs> 
Dude, I don't have any recollection of that. It's a great idea. I think I remember that. Wow. Outstanding. It's like a dream of a dream. <laughs> Holy Andy smokes. Soup. He writes Andy Soup as one word, by the way. Andy Soup, yeah. How else would you write it? Like, with no. a dash, maybe? Holy <laughs> shit. God. Oh. Um, last last week, we talked about us having enough recorded audio to make an AI out of us to be immortal. Uh-huh. That's I context. remember. Yeah, yeah, that's the context for this. Okay. He's, he's about to say, there are AI out there that can replicate a voice fairly well after something like five seconds of audio. They're out there on the net. You two have so many hours of internet talk, the robots <laughs> might be able to make replicant souls of y'all. Yeah, yeah good. True. That's what we want. Zudi was buried with four revolvers after his I'm a spider head explosion, not just the one. I didn't get that. I think I talked about being buried with guns last yeah, episode. Did. That was when you. That was what your uh, future words to your great 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 grandchildren were. Yeah. You you don't take my revolvers, but you can take my gold tooth or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, am I the curse of this <clears throat> podcast? Actually, am I the curse of y'all internet lives? At least <laughs> I, I don't sue for twenty five thousand. That's true. That's true. Reading a random page from various dry-as-hell classics is probably better than dad jokes. Max probably do the jokes out of spite now. Sorry, Zoot. You did a lot of bad <laughs> jokes last episode. Zooty eBay stories. Hell yeah. The story of the battle over the Zippo is a long-time highlight. What other heated war missions has Zooty from the arena of the eBay? Not too, not too many. Oh, yeah. Um, you folks do what you do. If Cowboy Roundup music is too much of a bother, then whatever. If I got bitchy over the choices Best Five makes, I would have had a heart attack well over five years ago, he says. Um, and to wrap it up, and we I don't know if we have time for this episode because I have something. We'll see what happens. Derek G? Like Derek G. Amazon reviews are, as requested last outing. It has a link. Too can long, you, I know, signing off. I can ramble about weird, weird stuff. Can you Add give me that link? But making Zooty morally afraid is not my overall goal. Yes. Yeah, give me that link because fire. I want to do Derek G. I, I remember that and I remember liking it and I remember how intense he was about like Bible hooked on phonics or whatever the fuck that was. Yeah. Why do I remember that but not Andy Soup? Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. I feel like was I present for that? Oh man. His most. I can give you a a break. Want me to just give you a quick breakdown of a <clears throat> of a Derek G review? Yeah. This is for an Amazon Basic Care Nicotine Pull Acrylics Uncoated Gum 4 milligrams Original Flavor Quit Smoking 310 Count. <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ. This I've tried the Amazon brand nicotine lozenges in this gum. Out of the two, I prefer the gum. You're not supposed to chew it constant, continuously like regular gum. Instead, give it a few chews, then park it between your cheek and gum until the nicotine is absorbed. Rinse and repeat. <laughs> The biggest question you'll need to ask yourself is if you can stand the peppery and acidic taste of nicotine because this gum will eliminate the flavor. If masking the flavor of nicotine is what you need, you'll be better served by paying more for the Nicorette. If flavor isn't a problem, you will save money with this brand. Uh, As for whether to get the 2 milligrams or the 4 milligrams gum, Amazon does an addictiveness check by asking if you need your first cigarette of the day within the first 30 minutes after you wake up. If so, get the 4MG. If you don't reach for a cigarette first thing after you wake up, go with the 2MG. Good luck in your effort. 4 out of 5. Damn. He reviews a lot. This was posted November 28th this year. Yeah, he's still doing it. 
Dude, we read his last review like 10 years ago. This is a uh, oh. review for Soft Fleece Exterior Burgundy Large Extra Large. Oh, God. Okay. I'm six foot one and 200 pounds guy. Generally mm-hmm. broad-shouldered, but the bathrobe had no problem with shoulder width. The material felt comfortable, not too thick. I was looking for something like this, a summer robe, so to speak. Unfortunately, I was a little worried the robe wouldn't surround me completely. I would have to wash it first to determine if it would shrink, and that would invalidate my ability to return it, so I returned it. Better safe than sorry. Wow. Thanks, Derek G. I'm going to read uh, Derek G is about so we all know what he's about, okay? Yes, please do. Hello, Traveler. Thanks for checking out my profile page. I try to provide concise but honest reviews. Items received from Amazon Vine program were provided at no charge in exchange for a review. I rate each item as if I purchased it myself. Quality and value matters. Reviewer ranking, 90,695. Dang. Context from last episode, Derek G was a weird, random reviewer that we stumbled into somehow, and he's still doing it. God bless. I, uh... I just hit follow on Derek G's Amazon profile. As did many, many others. <laughs> so uh, we're all going to follow him now. <laughs> we're all going to follow Derek G. Come back next week for your Derek G review. What's your uh, segment, Zudi? <clears throat> my, my segment. We got a few minutes here. Don't fuck We got minutes. Me. We got minutes. We got we minutes. Got some, we got some time. I can't remember if we decided a title for this segment I was going to do. <clears throat> I think. You said something where we could keep it simple, I guess, or you liked me. Um, I'll just get into it. Okay. This is, and this doesn't have to have music, because who knows? I feel like not every segment needs music. Let's call this Reading from Penal Colony. <laughs> <laughs> reading from Penal Colony. <laughs> A lusty novel, says the Boston Herald. Man. Um... Now you this need is... here's you need to do the page and, uh, and you know and if you can if there's like a chapter or heading at the top you need to do that as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, Before and pulp... after the passage. This is a pulp book uh, <clears throat> that was copyright 1957. Penal Colony by Robert S. Close. Complete and unabridged. Should I read like the back, like, like giving it context of what Pinot Colony is about, or should I just, nope. like, just go? Nope. No, no. There should <laughs> no. only be passages. Not even like a here's like the context of Pinot Colony. And then I read a passage from Pinot Colony. If people want it that bad, they can look it up because you just gave them all the info. Okay, Pinot Colony. <clears throat> a lusty I'll be quiet. novel. Can I at least read the New Orleans Times Picayune? Just yeah. blurb what's like by yeah. Because this is more than what the actual story is probably about. Pungent, vivid, and believable. Has enough sex and excitement to make for very good reading. Says New Orleans Times Picayune. Let's find out. All right. <clears throat> what? So I should say the page number you said. The page, right? and if it has like a chapter heading. Before and after a, the passage. It does, not, it does not have a chapter heading to my knowledge. Like if you're reading from a dictionary, you know, you say... Yeah. Uh, whatever. Da da da. And then you say the word again. You know, kind of real formal. Just real formal. Yeah. <clears throat> let me let me go back a few, and I can tell that this is from part two, the prison ship. Okay. Okay. Page. <laughs> what better What better place to start than page sixty nine? 
<laughs> Part 2. The Prison Ship. As if in answer to her thought, a sailor with ginger beard and an arm hooked to a determined woman of about 40 with a goiter knobby on her throat as if she had swallowed a hard egg in the shell, looked back at Eliza and tried to disengage his arm with the obvious intention of changing his choice. The woman's pale face cobwebbed with rum-soaked veins turned savage. It's no use looking to change there, Jack me man. Well, that's the that's the woman. <laughs> she said, viperishly, viperishly. Ooh, good that's one. That's the little I. That's the little Irish bent. The second officer, as put his brand on, she'll not be giving herself to the likes of yous. The sailor still stared more closely at Eliza. Aye, for sure. I didn't be recognizing her for the moment, he said with resignation. So that was it. The big blathering skite made the pox take him in all. From the Newgate cauldron Eliza had absorbed came bubbling up a muttered steam of abuse. <laughs> Mr. Scott had been telling all of the ship then that Eliza Callahan, or Callaghan, Callahan probably, was for himself, that he had put his mark on her indeed. And so sure he was in all, he hadn't even bothered to come down on the deck at the time of the choosing. That was unnecessary for Mr. Ned Scott, the second officer. He had only to lift his finger and say, That one there, the Irish bent with the long brown hair, Eliza Callahan, is reserved for me. Convict she might be, but be damned in all if she would let any man make her his slave. Wow. End, end of the passage. Page 69. Page 69. The prison ship from part two. I'll be damned if any man makes her his slave. His slave. Wow. I didn't read the full page because that'd be way too much more. <clears throat> but okay, all right. <laughs> Readings, and that was reading <laughs> from Penal Colony. And I opened the first page of this thing, and someone signed it. <laughs> oh, who signed it? Can you tell? It's hard. It's hard to read. It's like Hen Henry Hasri J Nadler. It's like H Squiggle J Nadler or something. Holy shit! James it doesn't look like James because there's a squiggle before the J Hames J Nadler. Someone signed it in pen. <laughs> I wonder how long ago. Probably in the fifties. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. Wow. That there was pretty that's a pretty good segment, dude. Yeah, pretty good. That's pretty good segment. And the cool thing is, is that <clears throat> that reading I just did is exactly what I thought would be in here because I never read read this book ever <laughs> or opened it up. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of pirate speak in it. Good. We need some of that. Yeah, so we'll do that. It won't be every week. Every now and then when I feel like I want to, we'll we'll pull it out. As you should. As we should. Man, that's beautiful. Yeah, it is. Awesome. Okay. Right, is there any other business we need to seal up? No, not. Man. No. That's such a high note. I can't. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. 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 Part of me... You know what? Actually, I don't want. I want to do random parts. It's more fun that way. It's more fun. Yeah, that no, way. random. Yeah, you have to try and piece it together. You know, 
you, yeah. you just started going off of that. No, no, we need to piece it all together. Yeah, I feel like I need to come up with a system so I don't keep on reading the same pages. But at that point, we're doing it that often, then that fucking would be fucked up. <laughs> Here's your system, dude. Here's your system. Yeah. I think you just get a pen and you put a little star at the beginning and a star at the end on the actual page. Of like where I read? Yeah, yeah. You oh, know, not God. not to like get in the way of the text, but like just, just like, you know, like you're taking college notes or something. Like I underline it or I put like, little, like like you do maybe brackets. you do a, yeah maybe you do a line over the beginning uh, letter of the of the you know beginning and then you do a line underneath the last period yeah that way like you know it's just a line you know I could do a little bracket <clears throat> okay do I really do I really I'm just trying to think bes- of a way you can't confuse anything do I really besmirch this book with my Dude, pen I'll buy you another one. Even though some, even though Mr. Jet Nadler or Mrs. Nadler, or you wrote in the first page of this, do you want to do the job right? Okay. Yeah. That's I'll do a bracket. <laughs> the I'll do the. I'll, oh my god! I just opened page sixty nine, and the binding of this is like becoming unglued. Oh my god! Yeah, we got to be careful. Um. Uh, where did I where did I start? As if an answer to a thought is sailor with ginger beard. Okay, so we're gonna put a bracket there, <laughs> and then we're gonna end at. Let any man make her his slave. Bracket there. <laughs> How much does this bleed through the shitty paper? Not not at all. Okay, good. Yeah, that old paper's tough, dude. Yeah, but the binding isn't. Run a train on it. <laughs> I open to this page, and now this book just opens to page 69 now, because that's where the glue undid. Nice. <laughs> well, good. All right. Well, there we go. Reading from Pino Colony. And who's the author? Uh, By Robert S. Close. Oh. Give me a pristine copy, please. Well, if this was like worth three thousand dollars, and I just made it like so much less, made this it isn't worth a, a good, lot more. And this, if you guys could see my copy of this, it's all yellowed and like bent. The covers bent and fucked up. This isn't pristine. I just found a book. I wonder if it's the same book under a different title, called Eliza Co- Callahan. First well, that's edition. the original. T- that's the original <clears throat> title. Uh, it says penal colony underneath it says original title eliza callahan gotcha this isn't a first edition i don't think well i think this is damn look at her dude Eliza's a hottie huh yeah hottie thotty look at that <laughs> she looks way more uh vava voom in uh <laughs> yeah, in my yes. copy she's a she's a redhead with the with her lips out <laughs> with her lips out <laughs> um but yeah, there, there we have it. There we are. All right. Well, uh, glove it. Glove it and wave. And wave. Glove it and wave, chaps. See ya. En- enjoy. Yeah, yeah, Irish bents. See ya. Um, oh, winner. You know what? We got to figure out this right now. Yeah. Because it might be. Uh, because I work <clears throat> the next two weekends. So do we squeeze an episode in somehow and have it still remain scheduled? I think oh, we do. Shit. I think that's the way to do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure we'll figure it we'll out. Figure it out. No, nothing's gonna change, guys. Yeah, we're gonna keep this train going. Yeah. All right. Somehow. Peace out, Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that better than Glove and Wave. Peace out, Looney Tunes. It's dumb. That's copyright. We can't do that. <laughs> The 